Okay, the sixth Aliyah Shishi of Parshas Masay brings us to a deeper dive into the topic of the Ir Miklat. Um, and it's actually a, a uh, kind of confusing and unusual halacha. The, the general rule of Ir Miklat is dependent on an, in, on an inadvertent killing of another person. Meaning that if someone kills intentionally uh, due to hatred or etc. Or, or a setup that basically is going to allow for it, a trap, um, there's no discussion that this person is, deserves a death penalty, presuming that there's witnesses and there's a warning and etc. All the normal process. Um, there were courts in Israel, and as long as there were courts in Israel, Rash, as Rashi explains, there were even courts outside of Israel that dealt with it. The, the, um, there is an interesting thing called the Goel Hadam, a person who murders um, an innocent, another innocent Jew. So there's a person called the Goel Hadam. The Goel Hadam is one who redeems the blood from the murderer. What right did you have to murder? If, if nothing happened, there is the Goel Hadam, which is a really interesting reality where, where he has the right in certain cases to go and punish the murderer if it hasn't happened. All of that is in contrast to when it's an inadvertent, an unintentional um, a death that took place. In that case, we come, um, because it's inadvertent and accidental, to the halacha called an ir miklat. Nonetheless, a murder happened. And so instead of just walking scot-free, the Torah has this halacha where the accidental murderer, to avoid the goel hadam um, taking revenge where the court can't punish, he goes to the ir miklat. The ir miklat, like we mentioned previously is a city of refuge where he can stay in safety as long as he stays within the environs of the city. Can't go out of the city. As long as he's there, he's safe. And so the Ir Miklat is a very important place. Now, uh, the Torah says that, that how long does he stay in the Ir Miklat is dependent on the life of the Kohen Gadol. A very, very unusual halacha. So many unusual features over here in this case. And the, dependent on the Kohen Gadol means as follows. The Kohen Gadol, for two reasons, bears a bit of responsibility, if you will. Um, one is he's supposed to represent the contrast of a person who could inadvertently and you know, not care about life that he could allow for an inadvertent death. He's supposed to be someone who raises up and brings holiness brings Hashem close, and someone who brings death to the community, of course, is distancing Hashem from us. And two, he should have cared so much about this, as Rashi said, he should have been praying, it should have been part of his prayer, that in his tenure, in his time as the Kohen Gadol, accidents of this sort should never happen. A very interesting thing, someone who cares about the community, his prayer should include, if he, as a leader, that, that mistakes even shouldn't happen. Forget actual bad, but even mistakes, you know, unintentional bad should never come about during his time as the Kohen Gadol. Um, and so as long as the Kohen Gadol is alive, the unintentional murder has to go there. Now, the the, the, the fascinating, another fascinating feature, I should say, about this, about this halacha is the fact that there were, there were six total Ari Miklat, as we mentioned. Moshe set up three on the far side of the Jordan River, and then Yehoshua sets up another three in the land of Israel. Three on each side. That's really unusual, as Rashi points out, because there were way more. There were nine and a half tribes 
in the in the land of Israel, and only two and a half on the far side of the of the Jordan. Yet, as Rashi says, outside of Israel, there tends to be a lesser appreciation of the value of life. And Begilad Nefishi Rotzchin, the Chazal teaches, our sages teach us that outside of Israel, there were more murderers. And when there are more intentional murderers and the value of life is less, there ends up being more unintentional murderers and they needed an equal number of cities of refuge of Ari Miklat. This aliyah ends with a note that death, blood, distances Hashem from us. And Hashem, and we might think that as all as as this type of situations arise and it becomes and there's blood and there's death and there's lack of respect for life and taking care of each other, that Hashem distances himself from us. And so that this Aliyah ends the discussion, um, this discussion with, with a line about Hashem being the one who dwells amongst the Jewish people, and as Rashi says, Af Hashem says, even in their state of impurity, in their state of, of Tumai, still dwell amongst them. Hashem never leaves us. The, the, the presence of Hashem is always with the Jewish people, and that's something we can never forget.